Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What will VGK's third line look like this season, and should fans be concerned? Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, along with Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Of course, check us out, especially on Odyssey. And you could find us on Apple. And you could find us as well at Lockdown Golden Knights, our YouTube channel. Please subscribe there. And on X, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G., at Lockdown VGK. So with the misfit line mates, Riley Smith, Chris, and uh, traded to Pittsburgh and Jonathan Marcheseau moving up to the top line this past season, where will that leave William Carlson this upcoming season? Will Bruce Cassidy move Vegas Bjorn, as we refer to him on this show, on this very show, will he move him to the third line? Um, and who would be on that line? And is it uh, going to be Paul Cotter, Michael Amadio? Is it uh, Pavel Dorfeyev? There's so many questions. Uh, and first, let's approach, before we talk about the third line for VGK, uh, we have to project who will be on that line. And do Stevenson, um, Howden, of course, the Brett Howden line, we call it, um, and Stone, would that be the third line, or do they move up to line number two to make a more complete top six? I mean, the the second and third line, it's just been a formality, right? We've been joking that line three had Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson, but really that was line two. So for conversation purposes, let's just assume Stevenson, Howden, and Stone stay together. They had good chemistry in the playoffs. Brett Howden, um, not most importantly, but definitely came alive with uh, 10 points after having not much more than that during the regular season. So let's assume that line stays together. Nothing's happening with line one with Marcheseau, Barbashev, and Eichel. Line four for now, we're going to assume is still going to be Wah, Kolasar, and Carrier. So now we have to figure out exactly what's going to happen with line three. And... William Carlson, obviously going to be in the middle due to lack of options at this point, but William Carlson is going to be in the middle. You have four people, you have, you're going to have three people vying for two spots. Then you have Amadio, Dorofiev, and Cotter. I think the simplest way to approach that for now is going to be Amadio and Cotter. I mean, think about that line defensively for a second. You have the physicality in Paul Cotter. William Carlson, his five-on-five play and penalty kill was outstanding in the playoffs. And then Michael Amadio has been very serviceable. He can score. He can rush the puck, but he's also very responsible. That model is going to leave Dorfey as the odd man out. Now, there's another way to approach this here, which might better utilize Nick Wah. Let's push for a second. Let's push Nick Wah up with Stevenston and... Mark Stone. Let's drop Howden down to line four. Now, at this point, or the other option you can do, instead of putting Nikwa all the way up on line two, you can put Pavel Dorofiev up on line two. 
Now your line three all of a sudden becomes William Carlson, Nick Wah, Michael Amadio. Think about trying to score on our third line and then trying not to get, you know, punished by the fourth line. That model would leave Paul Cotter as the odd man out. So I'm kind of curious to see if Cassidy would consider utilizing Brett Howden on line four, Dorofiev on line two with Stevenson and Stone. And then you got a line three of Carlson, Amadio, and Nicholas Waugh. Okay, the third line would be a concern even if Stone is back on that line because, again, all of those back issues. Uh, now he says he admits he's not working out. He's going to have to play himself into shape. And I can't see him playing L- 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 more than half the game. There's a little lip service there. Well, yourself. Can There's you see him bit. playing more than half the games this upcoming season? Because um, you're going to have to have a heavy rotation wherever he is, if he's on line two or line three. No, that's that. That's definitely fair. If we were going to handicap Mark Stone's game played, it's somewhere in the 40s. I mean, that's just on the unfortunate reality that exists with Mark Stone's back. Um, condition manage or uh, yeah, condition manage that terminology, whatever they they call it in basketball, um, to basically limit some of the games played would be a good option for Mark Stone this season. Now, Mark Stone, like th- there's a report going back to Elliot Friedman not long after the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup, where teams were complaining about cap circumvision. NHL investigated the Golden Knights per Elliot Friedman. Golden Knights gave all the doctors uh, notes and all the everything that happened and then concluded everything was good. But then it came out that supposedly this last surgery was the one that's going to correct his back and he's going to be in a much better spot. But in the same article, it was kind of contradictory because it also did say that this is the reality of Mark Stone's back and some, you know, times are going to be better than others with him. So obviously the suggestions that I'm making are assuming everything is full health. You take Mark Stone out of the equation. Now you really got to start moving players around. And that's where the loss of Riley Smith will really be felt because he is someone that goes right into the top six. No questions asked. He's been top six the entire time. Um, Barbashev is already obviously locked in on that spot on the top line. So who could become Riley Smith's predecessor? And Nick Waugh is probably the best option I can think of as far as skill, defensive uh, responsibility with ability to score as well. Well, now I think there's more pressure on Willie Carlson, this guy, this guy. I think there's more pressure on him because now he's he has to score. He has to produce, and he's always had that comfort zone when he had the misfit line. And then, of course, always on the wing was Riley Smith. And now he's like that uh, that gif with Will Smith in that empty room, like looking around, like, where's everybody <laughs> at? That's what it's like. Yeah, but listen, I know this is this is going to be tough, but William Carlson deserves a lot of credit for what he did in the playoffs for how he just absolutely neutralized the NHL's best player in Connor McDavid. Jay Woodcroft himself, his coach, McDavid's coach said he was trying to keep McDavid off the ice with William Carlson. So yes, William Carlson's contract, it hurts a little bit when you think about what he is paid to do on the offensive side of the ice. Does he make up his nearly $6 million contract with his defensive play? 
I mean, I don't know. They, they won the Stanley Cup. William Carlson was a big part of that. Um, if William Carlson can do that against Connor McDavid for a six game series when there's the most pressure in the world on players to succeed, I think William Carlson can handle himself through an 82 game regular season as well on the defensive side of the ice. Okay, Gallic, I'm going to take you to task here this morning because I am getting tired of seeing all of your stinking rumors out there. I wake up this morning, Spectres Hockey. Should the Golden Knights look into acquiring Canucks center Elias Pedersen? Where when the where would that rumor come from? Well, at least they credited you, but holy smokes, dude. Who who, who was that Spectre? Was that Mark, Mark Spectre? Yeah. Real I, I the like Spectre's hockey. Yeah. I, if that's the same guy, he's from Edmonton. Yeah. Um, not to look at that. No, I mean, really quickly. You get ink everywhere. I'm just the other guy. I'm yeah. just the other guy. I don't know. Oh, I, I, I just, uh, I just shake it up. I just shake it up. But I, I did suggest that if, and I want to make sure this is clear. People thought this was a trade proposal. This is not a trade proposal. <laughs> this is just what like happens. Marcia so being traded, they took that as though yeah, it was no, gospel, right? They took no, it as the situ- it was yeah. gospel. The the situation with Elias Pettersson, he is still a restricted free agent. I thought he was UFA. He's actually RFA. There's group three and group six. It's a pain in the butt. I'm still learning all this nonsense, but he's RFA still next year. Contract is up. He's between nine and eleven million AAV, especially if he puts up another hundred points. Now, Vancouver, bad spot, things not going well. Elias Pettersson wants to compete. He wants to compete for a Stanley Cup. He's been in the playoffs once his entire career. If 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 the Golden Knights are unable to come to terms with Marcheseau and Chandler Stevenson, which is a very distinct possibility, you can spend less AAV, less yearly salary cap space in acquiring Elias Pettersson if you're, the Golden Knights are willing to ship more draft picks in a package that is appeasable for the Vancouver Canucks. And Half of that is true because the Golden Knights are more than willing to part ways with draft picks, more than willing. I believe Nick Haig is still the only homegrown player that drafted that that was actually on the ice for the Stanley Cup victory. So, you know, Jack Eichel, Elias Patterson down the middle, if Stevenson and Marjasso are not in the picture next year, that would be not too bad for the Golden Knights, would not be too bad. Coming up next, the new VGK channel is launched and fans are trying to discover where in the world to find it and we'll get into some of that. We return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off of NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer that you won't want to miss. FanDuel, uh, the official partner of the National Football League. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick reporting from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen every day. Of course, you could find us wherever you get your podcasts. Please go to the YouTube channel and subscribe at Locked On Golden Knights. And uh, Chris, 
Vegas 34 is now available. That's the new channel, um, cable, satellite, and with the Cardasco Rabbit Ears. Uh, you can find it, I guess. Uh, again, that starts today, and they are showing Stanley Cup final replays. Um, and then they're going to show some other programming. You said they're going to have some Henderson Silver Knights games on there as well. Mm -hmm. yep. Is that the case? Yep. Yeah. So the uh, the biggest issue, I guess, right now is just a sort of lack of communication with the team. Um, haven't seen much. If there's any communication, it's coming out of Cox Cable, perhaps, or DirecTV. Um, at VGK underscore dog this morning. Anyone with Cox Cable, can you help me? The new Knights channel isn't showing up on 34 or 63. And so from what we could tell, DirecTV channel 34 is where you can find this. And then also just search around on your Cox Cable box, I would suppose. It's 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 day one. It's currently 6.50 in the morning and 49 seconds, 50 seconds, 51 seconds. Point being is it's going to take a little time to get all this worked out. And, and this, I guess, shows how starved, if you will, VGK fans are for wanting uh, wanting more content and wanting to relive uh, that um, boring Stanley Cup final. I say boring because it was not a good Stanley Cup final. It was good because the Golden Knights won, um, but it was not good in the sense it wasn't great hockey on both sides. And that's a credit to the Golden Knights for doing what they did. But, you know, it's going to... I think everything will be okay. It might take a, a few minutes to work all the kinks out and stuff. And this may may or may not be a Golden Knights issue as much as it is uh, whatever button Cox and DirecTV have to turn on to get that new channel going. I got no idea what goes into all that. But I know when I did have uh, Cox cable a while, while back, it wasn't always uh, wasn't always roses. It wasn't always roses. Sometimes, uh, sometimes there, there was good days and there was bad days. So give it some time, people. How many of these replays will be on in the Gallic residence? To me, after, right Zero. after, you know, I've never, yeah, see, I've never been one to want to go back and watch these games, maybe 10, 15 years later. It's kind of nice to put in the vault and then check it out later on. But I'm not that type of person that would go back right now and go, oh, I got to see this again. This is crazy, unbelievable. But I'm sure a lot of fans will, and they're just going to repeat uh, the final up until, I guess, the first exhibition game. So that's great programming. Yeah. Hey, I mean, listen, it's, it's listen, it, it's 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 over it's, and over uh, again. It's Stanley Cup final. Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. It's exciting. There's a lot of fans out there that you know will watch this. You know, day in and day out, they'll have it on the TV and stuff. And I'm sure if um you know one day me and Chris are channel surfing, we land on a game, we'll stop, we'll watch it, we'll talk about it, and it it triggers those nice memories of where you know where you were and the way you felt and everything. And it might get you talking about like the cool pregame stuff, like how we enjoyed uh. Uh, Steve Ioki out uh, pregame watching his thing. And like, I'm not, I'm not a DJ guy at all. I am not. That is not my world. That is so far from my world. I joke about people going to concerts and watching DJ press play on their laptop, but I was entertained by that. I was honest to God entertained by the way he worked the stage. And he's not reaction. even. He's not even able anymore to throw cake at the fans. You know, I saw like on like a bunch of YouTube shorts watching him do that and something. Like, okay, that's kind of cool. Well, but I've seen it. I could also live. see like people. 
Yeah. I can see that go. I can see it going bad. Is he still doing the crowd surfing thing? No, he didn't come out of the crowd. He didn't do anything. He stayed right on the stage and worked it. And I think he tossed out CDs, which that was remarkable. I didn't know anyone even still used CDs anymore, but he tossed yeah. uh, CDs out to the crowd, his new album and stuff. And it was cool. But point being is, you know, it, it triggers memories watching these games, makes you think about something and something you may have forgot. And, you know, if that's, uh, I mean, it's better than 90% of the crap on TV now these days anyway. So what the heck, right? Yeah, we need the uh, the Gallic rumor mill uh, to be a television show. Yeah, rumor mill is just today. All we do is we acknowledge possibilities of what might happen. That's all. That's all we're doing. You make you keep making. Well, you're the voice of hockey, brother. Now you're starting <laughs> no. to evolve. No, I just have my ideas and I just have fun. I know. Coming up next, uh, where is the Stanley Cup, and what in the world are they putting in it these days? Fruit Loops, right? Tell you all is that what that was. We'll tell you about it when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back on Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick reporting from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us R- your first. R- rumoring, time. rumoring. Rumoring. The rumor milling, uh, Chris Golick right here, along with me, the other guy, the other guy. I got to tell you, I uh, broke the other laptop yesterday and so this is the crap yeah one. yeah stop wasting time before you lose the feed that's what that's why i'm sort of rushing through today's show how'd you break how'd you break the laptop tony what happened i tripped over wires because i ran because the phone was on the other side of the room and i still had my headphones on and i forgot that i did and long story what can't there be a video of this oh my god this would have been so good it would have been pretty funny actually we need those cameras everywhere in the house i mean so your phone so you so you use like a rotary phone that was plugged across the room you still have do you still have a landline no no. me neither we haven't had a land we had to buy a landline we had cox cable a while back to get their triple bundle package thing and we have i haven't we have not hooked up a phone we haven't had a landline phone in our house since the six months or eight months we stayed at the budget suites when we moved out here in 2008. <laughs> that was it. Good. That was it. Since 2009, we haven't seen a phone. We told you yesterday as we are following the cup. So who had the, uh, somebody had cereal in, in it the was cup. Well, Cutting, Teddy right? Bluger cheated. Teddy Bluger had like a bowl in the Stanley Cup and he was getting yeah. out of that. But it looked like uh Ben Hutton, no bowl. No, he he trusted the the point nine 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 percent stainless steel no. safety Dr. John Strickland recommended um non yeah, okay. I'm I'm done. But you know what I'm saying. Every time I say I get a case of the X out of the Stanley Cup when they're eating something Dr. Strickland corrects me. It's great. I love it. Listen, if you win a Stanley Cup, there's no concerns about what you eat in he there. He says it's sanitized. Babies going it's... in there. You don't care. You're you're oh, in a, you're in a different oh. club now. And that means nothing to you. You just you just go for it. You just go for it. You don't care. So we told you yesterday that the VGK trainer, uh, Mike Muir, had the Stanley Cup. And so there's a photo that he put egg rolls of all what was inside those? I don't, I don't, I don't it, eat egg it rolls. It didn't look good. It did not look It was dark, good. right? It was like a weird dark. But my friend, I thought it was pigs in a blanket at first. Yeah. So Brittany up in Canada was like, oh no, his wife makes them and they're supposed to be really good. And she's okay. a hockey freak. Okay. No idea. And that's good. Nothing wrong there. I did have a little creativity though yesterday. You did? Yeah. My tagline there was 
in six, in six, as in six years to the cup, Stanley Cup in six, in six, you get egg rolls. I remember, I'm old school, bro. I remember this Doris Day movie. Uh, Brian Keith is also in the movie. It's called, with six, you get egg rolls. Mm-hmm. That was pretty creative. You have to admit, man, that was... That I, I, I was I was, I was air channeling our our listeners to that 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 portion of your story. Sorry. And then Shay Theodore, Shay Theodore had the cup, and his wife wants everyone to stay there. He's married now till the cup departs. It, it was pretty funny. I I caught that. That, <laughs> that, that was much better that than clip? whatever you did a second ago. Okay, what I thought was kind of what I thought was kind of cool was um. They show Theodore walking up with the cup, and then you, it's like you hear some neighbor yelling from the window, like Wilson in Home Improvement or something. Uh, it's Harold. Hey. It was Harold. Yeah, it was Harold. It was Harold. Just yelling yeah. like, hey, let's, you know, I thought I thought that was fun. Like, this little stuff like that is cool to me. You know, it's, and it's even cooler to the players. Like, that they're, they're going back to their everyday life, their, how they grew up, whatever it is, but they're just carrying the Stanley Cup around with them. Like, that, yeah. that's, the just, like, that's the coolest thing. He's walking around. He just gets out of the car. He's walking around, toting the cup. Hey, Harold, how are you doing out there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's great. It's it's awesome. The houses are spaced out there, man. That's pretty nice. Nice. Yeah, but you don't get that too often in this town. We're fortunate. That's one of the things that sold us on our, between that and a little basketball court and putting green in our backyard. That's about what sold us. (laughs) There you go. I'm still a terrible Um, putter, by the way. I'm terrible at golf, but I'm fun. Like like you, oftentimes, uh, I have to correct myself also. I have to correct myself. Um, And so someone asked me about, if there were a Robin Leonard buyout, um, if it happens, does it go it against? Happen, no. Does it go against the cap? And I said, kind of. I said it it wouldn't, but it does. So I had to go look it up, and I was wrong. And so I have to correct myself. Uh, so yes, it does. In year one, seven hundred fifty thousand would go against the cap. One point eight five in year two. No, 1.9. 2.25. okay. In year two. And 1.75 million in years three and four. Yeah. So right now, they are crystal balling. They're better off just putting him on LTIR and calling it a day. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. that way, right? Yeah, I mean, Leonard's in such a bad spot right now. And I, you know, you wish the best for him. I mean, you have his on-ice situation. He's unable to perform his job right now, and that has to be an absolute crusher. And then you have everything happening, unfortunately, is becoming public when it's none of our business, really. But unfortunately, it's that's how it works, and that's what keeps you and I employed to a degree in our personal lives too so i mean i i I get that but you know it's it sucks that's playing out like that i know he's got kids and stuff and i feel for them having to see all this and people like me and you talking about his situation but you know you just hope for the best for him and someone did hit me up like oh okay well if he comes back this year what happens he's not coming back this season There's, there's there's zero path for leonard coming back to the Golden Knights this season or the Barbashev deal doesn't happen and all sorts. And, and, and uh, more importantly, Aiden Hill doesn't get re-signed uh, to that, that number. If Robin Leonard was going to be back in the competitive equation next year, different story. Maybe there is a pet who knows. And if he's healthy and able to return and contribute, fine, great. Good for him. We'll figure that out next year. But this year he's an afterthought as far as his ability to get on the ice crazy how things work out 
because we kind of alluded to, to this yesterday. If Larry Brossois stays in that, wins the cup, Aiden Hill, odd man out, he's in Winnipeg right now. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting perspective. I mean, or if Robin Leonard is healthy, what happens? Like that's right. that's that, like there's all these what ifs, right? That could be a that could be a fun topic, or that could be a fun fun story to write about. What if you know? What if something doesn't happen, and then you know what's the path of like Inception, right? Inception, that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, where you have to chain. What a weird movie, but and the point is some stinking. Well, can you get me some stinking ink? Okay. Just say that I said that, and then uh, also say if Leonard won the cup, he would have the King Cobra snake coming out of the cup. Definitely, easy, a ta- definitely a tattoo like that, no doubt. It would be on he his upper thigh. It'd be on his upper thigh, like everyone else's tattoo. Nick Hague's got one. Like, no, is this how these guys are all going to cement their no, their bond with tattoos kinda, on their upper like thigh? That. No, seriously, Hague went there too. Yeah, they showed a Hague tattoo, unless unless it was a spoof thing. But I saw it somewhere on Twitter, so it must be true. We appreciate everyone tuning in. That's how we're we're done with our nonsense. We made it through the day with the old computer. Not we haven't made it yet. We're not done yet. Oh, Stop smokes. rambling. Yeah, no. That's why I'm talking kind of fast today. Uh, don't forget, uh, WTF, What the Friday is coming up on Friday. Please get your comments in. Always appreciate it there. We thank you all, especially our everydayers, the folks that more or less put up with us in our they nonsense put up with that more or less. each and every day. Uh, pretty soon we're going to be going to five days a week. So mid September, mid September. We got some time. We is got it, two weeks. We got like two and a half weeks still. So that's good. Okay. So that's it's good. still kind of a little bit on vacation, sort of. I'm okay with that. Uh, for my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. We appreciate you tuning in and we'll see you again on Friday right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Uh, Golick in the room. <laughs>